Blog Talk Radio. That's all you ever hear about in this country is our differences. That's all the media and the politicians are ever talking about, the things that separate us, things that make us different from one another. That's the way the ruling class operates in any society. They try to divide the rest of the people. They keep the lower and the middle classes fighting with each other so that they, the rich, can run off with all the fucking money. Fairly simple thing happens to work. Do you know anything different? That's what they're going to talk about. Race, religion, ethnic and national background, jobs, income, education, social status, sexuality. Anything you can do, keep us fighting with each other so that they can keep going to the bank. You know how I describe the economic and social classes in this country? The upper class keeps all of the money, pays none of the taxes. The middle class pays all of the taxes, does all of the work. The poor are there just to scare the shit out of the middle class. Keep them showing up at those jobs. They're all the same. I'll show you politics in America. Here it is, right here. I think the puppet on the right shares my beliefs. I think the puppet on the left is more to my liking. Hey, wait a minute. There's one guy holding up both puppets. Shut up. Go back to bed, America. Your government is in control. I have this feeling, man, because you know there's a handful of people actually run everything. That's true. It's provable. It's not a fuck. I'm not a conspiracy nut. It's provable. A handful, very small elite run and own these corporations, which include the mainstream media. I had this feeling who's ever an elected president, like Clinton was, no matter what the promises you promise on the campaign trail, blah, 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 when you win, you go into this smoky room with the 12 industrialists, capitalist scum fucks who got you in there, and you're in this smoky room, and this little uh, uh, film uh, screen comes down, and a big guy in a cigar, roll the film. And it's a shot of the Kennedy assassination from an angle you've never seen before. <laughs> that looks suspiciously off uh, the grassy knoll. And then the film, the screen goes up and the lights come up and they go to the new president. Any questions? Uh, Just what my agenda is. First we bomb Baghdad. You got it. This is our land. These are our people. The workers. The strivers. The builders. These are our people. Who are they? They are the dark armies. The dark murdering armies whose only honor. Fighting soldiers from the sky Fearless men who jump and die Men who mean just what they say Love brave men of the Green Beret Silver wings upon their chest These are men America's best One hundred men Will test today 
but only three when the green berets train to live off nature's land trained in combat hand to hand men who fight by night and day courage take from the green berets silver wings upon their chest these are men America's best 100 men will test today but only three when the green berets back to home a young wife waits her green berets has met his fate he has died for those oppressed leaving her this last request put silver wings on my son's chest make him one of America's best he'll be a man they'll test one day have him win the green Recognizes Mr. Adams of Massachusetts. Up 
objects of the most stupendous magnitude. Measures which will affect the lives of millions, born and unborn, are now before us. We must expect a great expense of blood to obtain them. But we must always remember that a free constitution of civil government cannot be purchased at too dear a rate, as there is nothing on this side of Jerusalem of greater importance to mankind. All right, let me try getting the governor on here real quick here. Be, uh, should be telling you, you know, my call is coming. Hey, Governor, how you doing? Joseph Gibson here, understanding the times in which you live today. I apologize about that. I, I was losing that. all my uh, listeners there. They were talking about no audio. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they yeah, got you blocked tonight. Yeah, well, one of my one of my mics went out. I think I was I was doing the uh, special on the uh, FBI report on the FBI trolls there that set up the militia. I'm going to replay it because nobody heard it. And uh, I'm going to replay this. About eight, eight minutes long, and then uh, maybe we'll have a conversation about that. What do you think? By all means, yeah. All right, good. And then the good FBI agents are dumb enough in this country to not even cover up the recordings of them talking about how they were going to frame people, talking about how they were going to set them up, and then threatening people to make threatening comments where they weren't real men. And it's on top of them in discovery being so lazy, giving them the audio files and admitting they rigged it all and set up the plot, which we already knew. Then it got breaks his wife's skull because she got mad. I guess she wouldn't let a bunch of dudes have sex with her in a sex dungeon.
uh, who just basically almost beat his wife's brains out because I guess she didn't like the sex party they were at, sex operation. And that's how these guys are. I mean, look at him like a pirate. This guy looks like, you know, he's going to rob you at a gas station. Like he's going to be a supermax president. I mean, he looks like a white supremacist. I'm not saying he is, but at least he all looks a little hairy or white supremacist. So, judge uh, said I thought for FBI, he's had chance of child, sex crimes, and multiple parishes raping little kids. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's a sex call now. There it is. Circuits are busy. Please try your call again later. Announcement 8, switch 5, 8, dash 4.
right, here we go. All right, guys, and everyone knows this is a hits home on this podcast show because we know Barry uh, Croft, who was one of the ones that was arrested there, called into this podcast show dozens of times about a year and a half ago and actually had a couple of debates with a few of the guests on here. Uh, I remember the debate that he had with Mandelicon, uh, who passed away. Mandelicon Davis passed away this year. But uh, him and Mandelicon were going back and forth because Mandelicon was part of the Pan Am African Network, and he won the nonviolent revolution, and Barry was more or less, we have to have guns to do this in the end. And then we had uh, another gentleman on here talking about storming the Capitol. He was promoting storming all the capitals across the country, and he was all over the Internet. He's disappeared. Nobody knows what's happened to him. I think one of my callers actually asked, what, what happened to that guy? You know, I remember he was constantly, we have to take arms and arrest him. I remember him saying that. So, you know, um, and I was against it. I said, no, that's, that's suicide. You know, you're not going to get into a shooting war with the government. But, uh, but, but the FBI doing this, trying to set people up, is just uh, insane. And uh, Governor Carpenter from the free state of Colorado, from the Republic, is uh, with me here on the phone line. Uh, Governor, what's your take on this? Uh, good evening, America and the world. And thank you, Dr. Joe, for inviting me on tonight. Um, my perception has a lot of uh, secondhand foundation and sometimes firsthand foundation in being able to deliver the truth to the American people. And so, yes, the the deep state knew the law. They knew that in law we were guaranteed through the Jay Treaty, our very first treaty, guaranteeing us a republic in perpetuity for the American people. And you can't take that out of the history books. And so by re-inhabiting that republic that was sacrificed at the financial altar in 1871 uh, to the deep state through bankruptcy of the Civil War, uh, we became an immediate threat to them, even though we held no power, just the hearts and minds of the American people. And so our mission was to get the education and facts out to the American people as to their standing as human beings in the republic versus slaves in the corporation and chattel for their debts. And so you can imagine the covert war that has transpired uh, since those days in the late 2008, 9, 10, and so forth. And you can find that documentation in the re-inhabited books uh, available on Amazon, or you can uh, go to the re-inhabited uh, Facebook site, too. It's uh, Gene Hurtler. Great information. And the second book is a documentary of much as we can to document this covert war against us, the American people, and your republic um, in the second book. It's quite interesting. It's like James Bond. Wouldn't you say, Dr. Joe? <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. Uh, Governor, Governor, no, I'm just uh, sending out messages because people, you're uh, you're so well liked and uh, well popular. I send out messages in between. I'm like, hey, I got I got them on, you know, I got one of the Republic guys on here, and uh, the information that you give is so vital because people have not heard it before. You know, they don't know about this stuff, and believe it or not, and you see, we've known about it for so many years, 
and and we've been out there doing what we've been doing, trying to educate the public, and and sometimes you know they're like they don't believe it or they don't know where to go to find it, and it's like I created a hashtag for the Republic on on this podcast, and you know I think about three months ago, and I, I'm already up above 115 on it, you know, the, yeah. on the number of hashtag. So so you know so for the Republic of the United States dot org. So you know the thing with this is that. Where are we going with this this republic? I mean, I remember 2009. I remember Obama in, in there after the banker bailed out and whatnot. I remember being at the rallies, the the uh, assembly meetings and whatnot, where, where they came in the grand jurors and and formulated the 50 de jour grand juries uh, across the country, uh, governor. And every, go go go! And I remember the oath keepers coming in saying, "Hey, this is going to be a 10 year plan. We've got the military on board, military." Because everyone was worried about the military. What's the military doing? Is the military on board with this? That was all the questions everybody asked at these meetings, you know. And they were like, you know, listen, we we can't concentrate on that right now. Let's let's concentrate on you guys creating an assembly and getting select, you know, selecting your members, select the selecting, getting your uh, uh uh you know, voting in people and whatnot, getting the positions filled, uh, offices filled, and uh, getting everything constitutionally correct. And then we'll have to get, you know, we'll talk, get the military on board. I remember uh, them. Mr. Turner, President Turner, talking to the FBI, you know, and I remember him saying one of his famous quotes was, you, you, you know you guys are insolvent, right? And he's like, yeah, we understand that. You know, he thought that was quite interesting, remember? I don't know if you remember that or not. <laughs> sure I do. But, yeah, uh, well, you know, you yeah. got to just keep this. You're totally right, Joe, but we got to keep this in perspective. This was just as much of an infancy, a newborn baby, as it was during the Revolutionary War times when we declared our independence from King George with our first declaration of independence. Only we were up against an even bigger adversary because it was worldwide human trafficking and pedophilia and adrenochrome and all the evils through the central banks and the, and the media. And so I, I started out with the Republic so people could have an idea of the importance of censorship. And you know, Joe, that we've been censored We've had infiltrators sent in to divide us, to steal our records. It has been a brutal underground battle. There has been murder. Uh, murder. Court they've been murdered. They, they've murdered. murdered. They've murdered some of us. You know, yeah, they've, they've been murdered. They've incarcerated. They've incarcerated yeah. our president. He's a political prisoner, and no matter his age, conditions, all the executive orders, they will not let. President Turner out of prison, and it was a trumped-up charge. By the end of the court proceedings, even the the law enforcement officers that were in the room to protect everyone from the Patriots being foolish were saying Mr. President to him as they escorted him to and from the courtroom. So that was the public perception from firsthand information from the police officers. If they had that perception, then they heard the truth. But they kept censoring us and dividing us. And the censorship on YouTube and all of this, it began with us. I mean, they really stepped it up. And now, that's now, Governor that's their job. Let me, and, let me just, and the infiltrators, yeah, I got a bunch to, get, of to get back to your question, Joe, the infiltrators, yeah. the FBI, has a special division that is nothing but disinformation and covert ops. You send in people like you described into all the fabric of society to exploit them 
or encourage them to do foolish things that they can make unlawful in their actions and motives. And we were privy to a lot of these actions and telephone calls at the highest levels when all this was going down, and we stood firm and we said no. As a body, we talked, Joe and I and others around the United States talked together, and we all came to a common agreement and said, no, this is not the correct thing to do. It is unlawful. It's a suicide pact. And the idiots went ahead and made their foolish decisions. And I say that respectfully. I mean, I don't question their patriotism. Um, I question their allegiance. Thanks, Joe. Right. Now, Governor, I'm going to bring out another caller here. Uh, um, yeah, well, see, a lot of people don't know about the Republican. A lot of people confuse us with conservatives, and they confuse us with, uh, you know, the Constitution dead, and people aren't rising up, and the conservative movement is dead, and 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 whatnot. But we're not conservatives, uh, you know. So before I bring another, I know I know who I'm going to bring on. It's my friend from Washington State. Um, uh, He's a part of another movement, but uh, he's very well-spoken, very knowledgeable about things. I don't think he's completely, fully understanding the republic and what it stands for and what we we're trying to do here and uh, and understanding the, the de jure government that's still out there for the people to grab and take hold of. But you see, because people have the perception that, hey, what has the republic done for me? What is the republic going to do for me? And the republic can't do anything for anybody. You have to embrace the republic and take the republic and and, and – Reseat the republic, uh, you know, as the lawful de jure United States uh, <laughs> government. You know, I mean, well, let me so answer, let me answer that quick. one. Let me answer that one big question you put out there. What can the republic do for me? Under our constitution, we have the per, the personal unalienable right to achieve as much as we can achieve without hindrance. As an individual, especially, you know, that meaning in the positive realm. And without limits, we have that inalienable right. Um, and that's what the Republic can give you. It won't suppress okay. your technologies, okay? It won't kill you because you developed a hydrogen car. Um, you know, it won't step on your corporation so that they can grab your patent and shelve it so that they can continue with whatever agenda that they have in mind. So, you know, if you want a government of form by the people that represents you and your freedom and other people's freedom to be moral and upstanding people and have a moral and upstanding government that responds to you because they are you, then that's what the republic can do for you. Now, okay. if you want right. somebody to hand something out to you, then you're just cattle in a feedlot. And I can prove to you, I didn't get it sent off to you, Joe. There's a great 45-minute video by a very well-known person that totally connects the dots on this COVID, how it was, it was computer-generated and it was implanted into the genetics of Wuhan lab and sent out through the dark means, and it is a bioweapon. And we're under attack by those people that want to keep you on the dole because you're just cattle in their feedlot. Now, if you don't like that, then we're offering you an option. And that's what the Republic can do for you. And it's really simple. 
to thank you for allowing me to explain that. Okay. All right. I'm sure I'm sure I'm going to bring on this uh, my friend here from Washington State, and uh, he's very outspoken. He says his mind, and that's what we want. We will. We don't want anybody hiding anything. Uh, just everybody, just please watch your language. Uh, we've got women and children listening. Uh, please, and uh, just be respectful. Um, and uh, I'll leave it at that. All right. Go ahead. Uh, well, let's see here. I think this is Eddie. Go ahead. Five oh nine. Hey, how's it going? Good. So, uh, this gentleman that you have on, he's a governor, correct? The governor of the free state of Colorado, yes. Colorado. Interim. Okay. Interim. Uh, interim. I am oh, interim. Standing, I'm sorry. I'm, interim I'm governor of Colorado. <laughs> yes, I am only. I was elected by the people that were present for the elections. So with an okay. appointee, I have been elected by the people of the free state of Colorado. That's a record. Okay. Well, let's get Thank you for uh, clarifying. Yes. So uh, there's there's one thing, though, I, I do disagree with you on. Is uh, I, I came in a little late because uh, I just got the notification that you were on, who you are, and things of that nature. And uh, I strongly disagree uh, that censorship did not start uh, with with you guys. And in fact, has been going on for <laughs> quite some time in regards to people like myself. Uh, Point in fact, yes, yes, sir, I agree. And, and I was, I, I was making a point rather than a fact. Yes, excuse right. me. Right now, what I would say is, regardless of you know <clears throat> what your political position is or your you know I, ideological position, <clears throat> I myself am an open national socialist. Not to be mistaken, as a communist, I'm what the news refers to as a quote-unquote neo-Nazi. The news portrays us as uneducated hate mongers and bigots and everything that you can think of. And what I find ironic in today's political climate in this country is that the very things that are transpiring and taking place today are the exact same thing that the neo-Nazis warned was coming down the pipeline in the 90s. Censorship started with us, and it was okay then, um, whether it be when social media was just starting to roll out, um, YouTube, uh, you know, whatever you can think of and name, well, we've been censored on it, even when we post things that are, you know, factually based information. You know, we argued in the 90s. I give you that. I, I give you that point in fact, 100%. You're right. Right. Now, my problem is, and, and this is more so what my question is, is why do people like yourself all of a sudden care about censorship now when it's been going on for quite some time and crickets have been louder than you guys? And in what I've seen is politicians, regardless of what side of the field, Republican, Democrat, Libertarian, whatever have you, um, what I see is it's okay for censorship as long as it's not happening to you. And then when it happens to you, now it's a problem. Now we've got to haul big tech in front of Congress, it seems like annually, for testimonies, and nothing changes – No laws get proposed. Nothing gets drafted. Nothing gets amended. And so I, I just can't help but sit back and laugh when I hear people like yourself respectfully. I'm going to disagree with you respectfully. I've never endorsed censorship. 
I've never no, I'm not saying you have. I'm not saying you have. No, well, you did accuse me directly, and it's recorded. No, what I mean, and allow so me to clarify on that. I'm standing in the gap here, and give me a minute, and I have never endorsed censorship, and I acknowledge that you've been censored. Now, right. you've got to understand the answer to your question. You have to have a complete understanding and depth of world finance, world politics, and biblical prophecy. Sure. And when you take, it's like gun sites, and when you get those all three in alignment, now you found the, the target. And the target is the truth, my friend. Uh, no, I, I agree there. Censorship. And so I agree. what you hear come out of my lips comes from a think tank of the brightest minds that go back, and you can research it, go to YouTube, type in Thrive, and that was the New World Order's first announcement of AOC and the Green New Deal and the direction that the New World Order was taking us as a human race. And that included world depopulation and all kinds of different things that were involved in that, and that's all a public record. And sure. so what I represent, my friend, is the alternative to that. And we stand in a lawful, worldwide, recognized essence. It's been, as Dr. Joe can testify, our mission was given to us to be a covert mission operating silently and not stepping into other people's jurisdiction and to prepare our piece of the puzzle for the world uh-huh. and opposed to the new world order. But other huge things had to come into alignment, such as the collapse uh-huh. of the central banks and the, and the taking down of the cabal with the human trafficking and the pedophilia and the adrenochrome and the triads and all the different pieces of this gigantic, enormous puzzle had to come into alignment just as surely as those sights on that rifle. And this is where we're at today. And if I uh-huh. misstated that, Joe, please correct me right now. No, you're absolutely correct. And there were people working behind the scenes like myself and others, but we got a bad rap because of it, because we're called, you know, they don't understand that we were exposing the corporation. And so this way people would understand the the, the the lawful uh, government that's there. So that when all this takes place, you have a place of safe haven to come to. You have a place to come to. Or you could stick with the corporation and enter into their new world order and take their mark of the beast. If you don't believe in God, that's fine, whatever. But the market, like Alex Jones just said, the mark of the beast is there. And, and you right. want to go, uh, comply with their statutory laws and whatnot and enter into sure. their contracts and, 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 and be a slave. And you're a chattel. Well, you're, you know, you, that's what you want to do. We're offering something different. And that's what we were doing is we're trying – and we've right. been working behind the scenes for so long. And now, you know, a lot of us get a bad rap, you know, and because the, uh, the media that's controlled by the New World Order, actually, like you were saying earlier, Governor, uh, uh, censors us, attacks us, twists our stories, writes books about us, posts Internet stories about how, you know, even the sovereign citizen kook movement there, you know. I mean, <laughs> you know, the one so in Alaska there, there. Uh, that judge there, you know. So, you know, all that. But I, I have other callers, but I want Eddie, though, to continue on uh, real quick. Right. Uh, Eddie, okay, but, but, you got anything else you want to say? Yeah, I'll, I'll make it quick. I, I just No, you don't have to. I just want I'll give you as much time oh, as you okay. need. I just want to make sure. 
You're okay. Yeah, no, you're good, man. You're good. No, my my thing is is I I just can't take anybody seriously, uh, respectfully, um, who you know wants to now uh, talk about censorship when it's been happening to us for decades, and as I said, crickets have been louder uh, than most of our duly elected officials that you know are supposed. Uh, to support free speech for all, because, you know, the highest court in the land, the U.S. Supreme Court, has ruled that hate speech is, in fact, free speech. As long as you're not advocating sure. murder, you're not calling sure. physical bodily harm of a selected, protected minority group, what I say may hurt your feelings, but it's my it right and privilege much. to say it. It does, and you are 100% right. So let me explain that in one simple concept. It's all about jurisdiction. See, they sure. changed our jurisdiction from our original constitution based on the law of nature and nature's God, and right. it went to corporate UCC jurisdiction with laws and statutes. And we don't represent the people in their jurisdiction. We represent the people in our jurisdiction, and that's part of the covenant that we made in our Declaration of Sovereign Intent, which I encourage you to go read at our website. Sure. And it's a hundred. And some pages, but and it's internationally well, known too. Standing for it's internationally and recognized. Then come back and talk to me, and tell well, me if you're for you don't lie. If you're for, we'll have an intelligent conversation because I like if, if you're for it. If you're for you know free speech for all and no censorship, and, and actually you know enforcing the laws that are on the books instead of you know well this person said this so we're going to invent a new law to shut them up, I'll support you. Uh, but I, I just find it ironic that more politicians and, and people as well outside of the political spectrum are now all of a sudden wanting to, you know, pardon my language, to bitch about censorship when it's been happening for so long towards people like myself. But, but sir, and nobody's right. done nothing. But sir, you're you're talking about the corporate jurisdiction, the TV controlled media, spoon fed what they want you to know. So that right. you can get fattened up for the slaughter. We don't but represent like I said, that jurisdiction. If you support it for everybody, I'm, so we I'm don't for represent you. that jurisdiction. We don't have representation in that jurisdiction. Well, I know that. Because I'm just saying, in your state, if if you support and you stick to your guns based on what you've said, which I, I think you will, um, I don't care if I'm a resident of Colorado or not. I, I would support somebody like that. ColoradoFreeState.org. Awesome. There you go. Eddie, Eddie, I'd like you to stay on the line, Eddie. i got a couple other callers if you can. I mean, it's an interesting conversation, but people don't please get confused with the, juris- the different jurisdictions here. And, that, and it's like the 14th sure. Amendment thing that we talked about. They changed the word from, you know, the citizen-person thing, person-citizen. It's very right. important in law, and, you know, and, and you have to understand that the, the, these current politicians, they operate in a separate jurisdiction, and these politicians operate in a, another jurisdiction, and there's conflicting con- conflicts going on here, and the people don't hear about this governor, and that's where the confusion comes. And I've been trying to bridge this gap for so long, Correct. governor, you know, I on agree. my podcast show, you know, and I, it's I hard. I agree with you, but, Joe. I, I really do in that regard because, uh, you know, people have been intentionally uh, suppressing information, and people don't know these things. You know, I, I learned something new. Um, but like I well, said, you, you know, with, with this, uh, you know, this gentleman that's on the line, you know, if he, if he actually stands by what he says and sticks to his guns and is a man of his word in his state, um, which clearly he is, otherwise they wouldn't have elected him. Um, then if I was a resident of, of that state, 
I could get behind uh, an elected official like this gentleman who says, look, you know, you, you don't have to like it, but this is unfair. You know, you can't shut down other people's opinions because it's unpopular in certain social circles. So, you know, again, good for sure. you, sir. As long as it is morally acceptable and not against the laws of nature and nature's God, then that is an individual choice and stone sharpens stone. But I am responsible. I took an oath to the people of Colorado and I hold consulting positions to the people of not only the Republic of the United States of America, but in other positions worldwide. Now, these are not highly known facts, and, and but these are the facts. And these are the circles I play in. Yeah. And right. it gives me my you. own perception of reality because rule number one is always applicable, and that's follow the money. Right. So if Absolutely. you're privileged to have that perception, then you have a little better way of lining up those those sites that uh, we Correct. talked about. And, and no, I appreciate your conversation, sir. You're a gentleman, and uh, as all patriots that want individual freedoms based on morality and liberty and justice for all, then we welcome you and all Americans aboard. Thank you, sir. Thank you. All right, private caller. I got a private caller here. I'll go down. I got two private callers here, so let me see. I'll go to the first one first. Go ahead, private caller. Remember what I said? Watch language. Speak, speak respectful, please, and uh, you know, just uh, have a conversation like normal human beings, please. <laughs> go ahead, private caller. Thanks a lot for taking my call, Joe. I'm sorry for coming late to the party. I missed a lot of it. I don't want to accept upset or alter the course of the program. So uh, based upon what I'm hearing, I'd like to ask, make my comments and ask my question. Uh, first of all, uh, I'm glad you got this gentleman on. I believe he's a, a – are you a former governor, sir, and of what state? The Colorado Free State. Okay, thank He's you very interim much. Interim governor, interim, interim governor, interim. Very interim, important word interim there. Interim governor, interim governor. All right, thank Why you. am I? Let me explain that. Why am I interim? Because by constitutional law, that it takes thirty thousand of us in the republic together in that state to have lawful elections to establish our own jurisdiction under the original constitution. And so without that 30,000, then we can't have lawful elections. So I'm merely working for the people of the free state of Colorado and for the United States and the world to bring liberty and freedom and justice and knowledge for all. And I'm doing this in an interim position until those 30,000 can find a better suited leader to lead this state, and I can go fishing. I assume you're referring to the Constitution of the state of Colorado? That's right. Okay, I'm, I'm going to see if I can look but into that. that. But, I want you, but I want you to understand one thing, my friend. That Constitution was written after 1871, although we had applied for the territory for statehood prior to the Civil War. So we are a corporation and part of that ugly beast that we all dislike so much. All so right. We have to follow the Constitution pre-1871 under the Northwest Ordinance that Abraham put in place uh, to um, Abraham Lincoln so that we could repopulate the republic amongst the states. And so that's the Constitution and the set of laws that we have made agreement to the world with through the Hague 
and the uh, uh, United Nations, and we are recognized by over 150 nations around the world as a legitimate, although not acting, government for our people. Thank you, sir. All right. Thank you very much. Now, I would like to make a comment and then ask a specific question to you. And the comment I have is about what Eddie just said, and I think Eddie's identified an extremely important question for all of us, and that is the question of free speech. There's a reason why Amendments 1 and 2 in the Bill of Rights are listed in the order they were, and presumably uh, you can infer a degree of primacy in that listing. And there's a reason because the, the, the freedom of speech and association and of religion are of absolute uh, uh, necessity and primacy in our understanding of liberty. And when, I, when, we, when we talk about liberty, I would like to ask you this question. When you ask the typical person, what are the three branches of constitutional government, the normal response you get is, if they're at all knowledgeable, is the executive, the legislative, and the judicial. And that is absolutely incorrect. The actual branches of the Constitution, the three branches of the constitutional government are, number one, and this is the order they come in importance, number one is we the people, number two is the sovereign states, and number three is the federal government of which the three branches are, the executive, legislative, and judicial. Now, my question to you, sir, is how do we restore this proper understanding of the constitutional primacy of we the people followed by the sovereign states that are in fact over and, and essentially superior to accepting the things the Constitution grants the federal government primacy in, how do we restore that constitutional understanding that we the people in the sovereign states are actually over the federal government, which is a contractor for the sovereign states and we the people. How do we do it since most people get the idea that the Supreme Court is supreme and everything, even though the Constitution doesn't say that? The Constitution says supreme law of the land is the Constitution. To answer your question, sir, and it's a well-thought-out question, uh, it's, it's a deep one if you really want the true answer. And that goes back to a statement I made earlier about this gigantic world agenda and all the different pieces of the mosaic that have to come together in order to hit the target. And once you have a firm understanding of reality and those those aspects, um, you get a whole different understanding of what you're seeing going on around us as a, a people worldwide. And through the events that are happening to us that we're living through that have never been heard of before. And they're all by design. And then it becomes crystal clear what the truth is. And so our job is to change people's perception by education and allow them to make a personal choice as to whether they want to live as a 14th Amendment citizen in the corporation or one of creator's children in the republic. And so once a person can make that decision, it's a no-brainer that there are going to be differences of opinion, and we are going to have to learn to live together as a moral people so that we can have liberty. Liberty is the opportunity for freedom, because without liberty, you can't have freedom. And liberty means out from underneath the jurisdiction and into a new jurisdiction, which is established as I've well documented. 
And so then we have documented that this has all been in place since November of 2010. Where are the people and where is the backbone and where are the leaders that like to get on the calls, like this call, thank you, Dr. Joe, and voice their opinion and look for answers. Here is a lawful platform for you to represent the people and take an oath to that commitment. And where are you? That's my answer, sir. Respectful. All right, thank you very much. And one other thing I'd like to ask you, or I'd like you to speak to, and that is the, I, I think part of the reason we are getting this duplicitous and mendacious understanding of the true constitutional representation of the various elements of the Constitutional Republic, I think part of the reason we are presenting this false image is because people want to centralize power. And I think the best, the thing they have realized, these totalitarians, these Marxists, these cultural Marxists, however you wish to frame them, anyone who wishes to centralize power into a totalitarian regime, I think they have identified the center of gravity as the federal government as being the best means, centralizing power in the federal government as being the best means to bring about the fundamentally transformed country they wish to have us live in. We should be willing to speak to that and maybe bring it into this and before you do, you Governor, I just want to, I want, just want to say I see, I see 352 and another private caller there. Okay, just be patient, and uh, you guys are next, all right? But, uh, but thanks for all the other callers. That great conversation here tonight about what's going on today in this country and government and why it is the way it is. But go ahead, Governor. Let me, let me answer your question in a personal experience. If you're a thinking man, I know you are, you'll be able to get the point and the answer to your question. I was in a, a, a four-star hotel in Colorado Springs for a few nights, and, and I was out in the parking lot, and this uh, mixed-racial couple, a uh, black man and a, and a white woman, were in an old pickup truck, and it smoked, and it was on its last legs, and they pulled up in the shade, and they sat there, and they smoked a cigarette, and, I was in and out of the parking lot, and they were there for several hours. And I walked up to them, and I had started a conversation. And we had a very peaceful conversation like you and I are having. And we talked to events like you and I are talking to events. And the gentleman quite often would look over to his wife and make the comment, that's exactly what I've been telling you. And it was on Juneteenth, and that happened to be my birthday. And I said, you know, this Juneteenth thing, and here's the reality of that. We all know that. And I'm not going to go down that rabbit hole. He goes, yeah, you know. I said, enslaved us all. He goes, yeah, well, honey, that's what I've been telling you. And I said, where are you from? He says, I'm from the slums of Chicago. He says, no white man has ever talked to me like this. But never in my life, and I'm almost 60 years old, had a conversation like this. He says, I got a solution, sir. How do I take this message to my people? And I said, there's my website. I said, if you're a leader, you'll show up and I'll know who you are. That's my answer. Gotcha. All right. Hey, Sarge. Sarge, I got a bunch of callers here on the line here. Just uh, hang tight with uh, time for men. But thanks, Sarge, for calling in. I appreciate it, as usual. Uh, let me Will get do. to 352. <laughs> All right. 352, go ahead. Uh, yes. Thanks, Joe. Um, the problem, as I see it, is like the governor said, is jurisdiction. Uh, 
like the governor and Eddie, their voice and message uh, only uh, they 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 don't uh, actually affect the people in their area. What they what they need to do is to basically get into or invade the jurisdiction of the mainstream media and get their voice and message on the national stage. All right, well, that's a comment you made or a question. It is on, it, I don't know. Yeah. sir, it is on the national page, and it has been more than I've ever heard in almost 70 years in the last five. When President Trump took his original vote and said, I am not here to do anything but to give the government back to the people. He was Correct. recruited, and he was set up, and his agenda along with, and I do believe... And I've really had some good connections that won't take a bet on this. So that verifies my position that JFK Jr. will be our vice president when the dust settles here very soon. And so this is a, a well-thought-out plan well, through the quantum, well, I mean, through the quantum yeah. system. And you can go to quantum.gov because this is going to soon become your new reality, and that's a website. Blossom.gov. And anyway, the whole thing is is that this whole thing's orchestrated and here we go. And the question is, is how do we survive this and how do we rebuild as a moral and just people that can learn to love and get along and have meaningful conversations without pulling out a newsy or a bunch of gang bangers or Somebody forcing their will on you because but that according to is God, but, but, but Governor, hang on, let me point point of order here. But, but according to God, in the end times, because you brought up God earlier, uh, according to God, this thing all goes to hell in a handbasket anyway. So we're just here passing through. We've done what we can do. We're doing our best here to spread the message. But you know what? Things aren't going to get better. We're going to end up in this new world order. I mean, what you know, and and that's the uh, the message that a lot of uh, Preachers, pastors, and and a lot of people who are in the know also are preaching today, which I I disagree with. Uh, you know, going against the, the awakening or or trying to restore the republic because I believe we should you know always stand up for what's right and good men should always stand up for what's right or evil flourishes. You know, but the thing of it is is that you know it's all going to hell anyway. So you know. You know, if things aren't going to get better, they're just going to keep getting worse, 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 well, worse, worse. If that, or if are going they? to hell, if going to hell means all us good-meaning Christians are also going to get cut off in that, I think the events around us are going to affect us, Joe. But I'm going to disagree with you. If there's anything other than blessings and protection, is going to break the covenant that God made Abraham. And I'm a descendant of his. Okay. And so right. I take a little different viewpoint on that, and I believe that as long as I stand in his authority, in his jurisdiction, and I represent that to mankind, that I will continue to have the protection and the blessings that I've enjoyed immensely for the last 12 years. And I'll leave it at that, Joe. Okay. All right. I got 614, and I got a private caller here. Uh uh, I'll expound on that a little bit more. I just want to get these callers because they're they've been waiting patiently. Go ahead, private caller. Hello there, Joe. I uh, just wanted to ask the governor, uh, how where does he get that uh, JFK Jr. is alive? 
Joe, he was breaking up. Could you repeat that question for me? Repeat that question, caller. Yes, sir. Uh, just uh, I wanted to know where do you get that uh, JFK Jr. is alive? Well, if I revealed my sources, I'd tell you all I know, and I've sworn I can't do that, so I'm in a quandrum. What do I do, sir? Okay. Uh, well, if he's alive, well, uh, well, that's that's great. That's great. Well, let me let me put uh, it this way. I happen to have a gentleman from that arena in my presence, and as we were leaving, after getting to know each other for an extended period of time, I offered to wager him a bet, and I bet him that $100 that JFK would never show up again to the American people. And he wouldn't take that bet. And that's all I know about it. <laughs> well, that's okay. interesting. So now you know inter- almost as much as I know. Well, they always say, you know, hey, there's a lot of, you know, things out there, and they call them conspiracy theories. But, you know, I, I'd like to stay with the here and now, really. But, uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, in the future. But, Brian uh, uh, Carr, uh, I appreciate it. One more question. Go ahead. Uh, yeah, go ahead. And, and do you, yeah. And do you think uh, JFK Jr. is uh, Q? Um, I think Q is a consortium of brilliant white hats and military people that are deeply involved in a quantum system, and that's Q. Okay. Thank you, Governor. Thank you, Private Caller. I appreciate you uh, calling in. I appreciate it. I'm going to just leave you on hold here for a second. Uh, go ahead, 614 and then 951. Go ahead. Hello, Joe. Uh, kind of tuning in a little late. I've been listening for a few minutes, but um, I heard someone uh, talking about the uh, the order and the um, levels of government, the, the branches of government, declaring we the people a branch. But... Um, I'd like to refer to a portion of the uh, Declaration of Independence uh, where it says that uh, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal, that they are endowed by their creator with certain unalienable rights among these life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, that to secure these rights, governments are instituted among men, deriving their just powers from the same whenever that form of government becomes destructive to these ends, the rights of the people to alter or abolish it and to institute new government laying its foundations and principles and organizing its powers in such form anyway. um, Talking about the people being the first form, the state being the second branch, or the first branch of government, the, the state being the second branch, and the federal government the third is is to me kind of a misrepresentation because government is instituted among men to secure the life, liberty, and pursuit of happiness among all men, Um, and men, of course, referring to the human race. The creator, having given man its unalienable rights with the creation, a self-evident truth, as as stated by the founders, if if the creator created man, man is only inferior to the creator. If 
government is instituted among men, then men created that institution. That institution is inferior to man because a person or a human being cannot be um, inferior to his own creation. And furthermore, the whole idea of government is really just a fiction agreement on paper that some people would serve to the cause of securing the life, liberty, and happiness of the whole, and by contract becoming the servant to that. So really what, what most people, I feel, fail to understand is this idea of what is an authority. Where does authority get its authority from? Is it divinely given by God? No. Government cannot be divinely given its authority by God because man was given the authority. That's what and, – and if you go back into Scripture itself, it said that uh, we were given instructions to uh, be fruitful, multiply, and subdue the earth. All of the earth was given to man. And, and we are the tenants of that. So the authority is men. Men give the authority to government. Government is a contract among men to agree to a certain, certain servants who would protect the liberty, life, and happiness of all others. We don't understand that anymore. We think authority from on high if if someone uh, in government decides that we can't go outside anymore for your safety because the good boogeyman will get all of us if you do, that somehow that person has authority even though nobody consented to giving that person kind of authority. For example, we have become afraid that these servants have become the masters, and they don't know their place, and we don't know ours. We stand only under the creator, and they stand under us. And it doesn't matter what creator you believe in. You could believe that the universe was the Big Bang, but it, out of the Big Bang came a certain order of things. And in all things, that order exists, whether, whether you believe in a god, whether you believe in the Big Bang as your creator, Buddha, wh whatever you believe. However you got here, there are certain self-evident truths and laws by which all things obey. And we need to remember the order of things, and that's the primary number one thing that people need to be taught. And once you start teaching that and people start understanding that, you might have a chance to get the kind of population that you need to overturn a lot of this stuff that's going on. Well okay. said, my friend, and by definition, we are in republic. So... Where are you with your standing in law? Well said. Correct. I stand in law. And you Whereas stand government in stands at with, law. Yeah, you ought to stand in republic with me and represent your people in your state. We need people like you. We're in republic. <laughs> We're in spirit. That's what republic means, right? We're in spirit. Yes. One for Absolutely. all and all for one. So tell me I'm wrong. No, you're not wrong. A republic would be a standing in law, not at law. At law is a practice, a license. Yeah. So I urge you, get involved. Come aboard. We need you. 
Others like you. <laughs> All right, hey, six one four. I got I got to take another call here on the line. It's been waiting a long time. Uh, uh, I mean, because we'll do closing uh, here next. I think because uh, I. If anyone else wants to queue in, uh, but we're talking about God and spirituality too. That's a very important, you know, where you know governments are instituted among men. And you know, I thought God created, you know, without if it wasn't for God, the gov- you know, God has His hand in all creations of all governments. That's what I thought. Uh, but I don't. That's I don't the Romans thirteen interpretation. But if you look at the founders, the founders clearly stated that yeah. they, they were instituted among men. Men create governments. They create the agreements. Okay. It's a contracted agreement. That's not God. That's men, and it is flawed. Therefore, it is not superior. It is inferior. Okay. All right. I'll buy that uh, for now. Uh, you know, unless someone wants to come in and explain it to me, I'd appreciate it. Uh, 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 951. Go ahead. 951, you've been waiting a while. I appreciate it. Go ahead. Yeah, hi. Does does government have room for a jailhouse rat? All right, all right. Okay, all right. We're going to mute him right there because I recognize the voice. We're not even going to entertain that type of thinking here tonight and that stupid nonsense. Um, you know, that's what we're going to get to here at the end of calls. Uh, you, know, uh, you know, but uh, we'll cut him right off the bat. You know, get him right off. But uh, 614, if you're still there, uh, anything else you want to add there before I call, check out these other callers here on the call board? Uh, I believe, you know, again, but before I do, I just want to say this, Governor. Uh, you know, in the end, God, you know, in the end, all this thing goes. God comes back, and the, the world is corrupt, and everything gets destroyed. You know, we're raptured out of here, I guess. You know, that's what the Bible says, and that's what a lot of pastors preach. We do a lot of shows with theology professors and, and people from the Republic, and they say, hey, look, the rapture is coming, and, uh, you know, uh, the mo- most important thing you could do is not save the world and not save the government, is uh, win souls over to God, you know, uh, Christ, win souls, and, and correct people and say, hey, there's a better way after life here. You know, we're only here temporarily on this earth. But I always combat that, and I say, you know, well, if the founders believed that, you know, then we wouldn't have America today. You know, I mean, you know, Amer- I mean, George Washington, these guys stood up to the greatest military machine on earth, and that's kind of what we're standing up against against the new world order right now. So, do well, you know, how do we know this is the end? We don't know this is the end, you know. So, do we? we what do we do? Give up and just let our people perish for the lack of knowledge that they that they do have? You know, uh, Governor, where is the republic on the uh, uh, spirituality or the God thing is, or the rapture? And then I got 210 who wants to come in here. <laughs> well, as the republic, sir, we have no opinion because it's much like a, the republic in, in religion is much like the freedom to practice what I'll quote um, St. Paul. He said, work out your own salvation with fear and trembling, unquote. So if we have the freedom that we achieve through Republic, and we have that opportunity to, as individuals, work out our own salvation with fear and trembling. That's what this okay. is all about. It's that simple. And so I have no, I have personal opinions but as an official position of the Republic, I can't answer that question, Joe. Okay. All right. I just wish that we had some uh, – I wish I had a couple of the people that I've had on. I remember I had Pastor Cadenas on, for, but he's down in Florida with a church, and I had uh, a couple other pastors on that uh, 
the show here. We were you know, very, uh, they did it the last time they were on was actually the Easter, the, well, the so-called Easter holiday, and they came on and preached. And this is what's so very important, and, and they, they called out, hey, you pointed out, Governor, where are these patriots and these uh, people today that, you know, speak and say, hey, this is it, this is what's going on, and, you know, we have such a large audience right now tonight and a large platform of different voices that are, have a lot, a lot of serious questions, maybe about salvation or about uh, the re- our government and where do we go from here as a people? We're we're so violent today. Look at what's going on: the shootings and the the violence and the the, the wax cold of man's heart. I mean, we don't care about each other anymore. We're all liars. We never have time for each other. We're so busy. I mean, uh, we you know, brother against brother, sister father against daughter, son against son against you know. I mean, so we're here. Where's our? Where's those? Where are those people? They're silent. They're silent. You know, you can't get them. Oh. You know, you try to pull them out. They're oh, I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. I'm busy. You know, I mean, where is everybody that of uh, this? Uh, this, uh, you know, I haven't heard one come on, you know, for a long time now. You know, if we're if because if we have serious questions, are we not supposed to just go out and win souls over to Christ right now and say, hey, look, this world is lost. I mean, we see what's going on, right? We see it. I mean, the heck with the government, heck with the voting, heck with participating in government. You know, it's lost, you know, uh, and and people are confused. They're scared. They don't know what to do, you know, and yeah, you, you, know, you right look there, for that guy. You just. You just said it, okay? And it's because of efforts like you and I have made for the last decade or more. We're planting good seeds. We're giving people an opportunity to see the moral compass. And if they see the moral compass, then they have a target. And it's our job, Joe, to expose that target, to turn that light onto the target for those who choose to be in the jurisdiction that we say we want, but the difference is some people say it and some people live it, and that's been well, my that's message. But if they've yeah. known it tonight, all night, my message, my comeback has been: this is your reality. Where are you? Now, if you yeah. want me to, yeah. in the closing minutes to take this to the next step, the next step is part of the mosaic coming together and when that mosaic comes together we will see several indicators indicators that will get everyone's attention believe me because when you empty the glass financially you now have everybody's attention because you just took what they want well and let so me I put this one before this I take one more happen. call here this is this is going to happen, and it's going to be refilled with the quantum system. And when that happens, we're probably going to see a couple of weeks of shelter in place for everyone nationwide. And those who choose to rebel will be dealt with effectively and efficiently, and I have firsthand knowledge clear down to the local levels that this is all being planned and will soon be executed. And my encouragement to the American people is not to do the knee-jerk reaction, but the intelligent one, and be prepared to shelter in place for a couple of weeks and allow the storm to blow over and a new day will be on the horizon 
a whole new opportunity, a whole new jurisdiction, the one we're talking about, and our reality will be a blank chalkboard for us to achieve and become whomever and whatever we as a people choose without the negative influences that we've discussed on this show tonight. But, but, Governor, Governor, point of order here, point of order. Let me point of order this real quick because very important. A lot of people are messaging me on Facebook right now on Twitter. We heard this before. Trump's coming back in March. He's coming back in July. Nancy Pelosi's in prison. Hillary Clinton's in prison. Joe Biden's a, a dummy. You know, it's not really him. The White House is under siege. Shoot, all these websites, you know, uh, and, and nothing ha- and everything's still the same. That's the problem, though. And a lot of people, and I'm glad you restored a lot of credibility here tonight with, with the Republic and everything, but, you know, we're out there saying this is going to happen, this is going to happen, and it doesn't happen. And people are like, no, come on, man. You know, and you got well, people out there, that, Governor, that are that really me, buying into a lot of this rhetoric, too, you know, and they're making, me, and they're, they're, you, they're hurting themselves. Let me give you an analogy, Joe. Because you can testify our marching orders from the beginning were to educate and mitigate. Correct? That's correct. Okay. So let me give you an analogy. A skillet full of grease is still a skillet full of grease. Grease is grease, right, Joe? That's right. You can take and you can heat that skillet up and you can pour that grease into the grease container, but you're still going to have grease in that skillet, aren't you? Yes. So which grease is more important to the whole? I guess that would depend on the individual, right? <laughs> to make the right choice. <laughs> right? Well, it, shouldn't be, it shouldn't be based on privilege. I've been around right? too long. You can't get me on that one. <laughs> it, shouldn't, it, shouldn't, it shouldn't be based on class. It shouldn't be based on social pecking order. It shouldn't be based on race. I mean, grease is grease, right? Yeah. So you do just, your you best. Know, everyone's looking for a final you, answer, you do, Governor. Everyone wants you, that quick you, solution. You do. So this is where we're at. So there's still that last remaining grease in the frying pan. And we all know that grease. It's our loved ones. It's our brothers, our sisters, our family, the ones that cause division between people who care about each other. But grease is grease, Joe. And at what point? You give up, and you throw it in the sink and add some soap to it. That's where we are at. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Well, that, that was interesting synopsis there you gave, and you, you tried to stump me there, but you know I've been around probably a little bit longer than you, you know. So well, that, was, that, was, that, was for, that was for the people's benefit, too. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. I know, but, uh, you know, but yeah, go ahead. But press one because we're winding down in time here. If anybody's got a quick question, I'll give you, a, you know, a minute or two here. And then, of course, I want to get back to Sarge. He's always got a lot to say. I was kind of hoping a friend of mine would call in here tonight and uh, 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 join in and uh, kind of comment on the spiritual thing, uh, you know, because it's still very, very important. Uh, let me go to uh, – let, let me call – let me take this one. I got 210 that's been waiting a while here. So 210, I'll get to you. Let me take uh, uh, eight, uh, eight, three, uh, 813 first. Go ahead, 813. Hey, Joseph, how are you? Good. Hey, brother, did, did you see uh, how many FBI agents were part of this uh, January 6th event? 
Yes, I did. Definitely. And we did start off the show here tonight with the Michigan uh, kidnapping ring there and uh, exposing that and talking about that. Yes. Well, we appreciate you spreading that word because this is this is out of control. These feds are out of control. That's our yeah. point, sir. Yeah. Anyway, I just want to make sure you guys knew about that. Thanks, Joseph. All right, thank you so much. I appreciate you calling in. And let me say that it's not all feds. It's not all blue, okay? It's that there is an element. They're just human beings that have an opinion, that have been brainwashed, that haven't seen the truth. We all are babes, and we're all in stages of maturity, and some grow bigger and faster at different rates than others. And this is the law of nature, and nature's God. It's just the way things are, and you can't change it. You just got to deal with it in the most humane way possible. And that's where we need people like all of us to come together in civil, compassionate, problem-solving attitude and take control of our destiny because it's not going to be given to you any more than the opportunity you have right now. You can go to publiccoloradofreestate.org. You can go to republicforyunitedstatesofamerica.org. You can put action with your words, and that's my challenge. All right, thank America. you. All right, well, thank you, eight one three. I appreciate you uh, checking in and uh, bringing back that point. Thank you. All right, two one zero. Let's go to two one zero. You've been waiting a long time, so let me bring you on. Hopefully, it's not the same uh, one private caller there. They, they like spoof numbers sometimes. Go ahead, two one zero. Hi, Governor. A question for you. Okay. All right. Yep. You're off the air. All right. Uh, all right. Let's do the uh, closing thoughts here to the podcast here. Sarge, are you still there? You guys, you've been waiting patiently, silently. I left your mic open, I think. Sarge, you yeah, want to stay here uh, wrapping it up? Joe. Yeah. Uh, look, no doubt about it, man. Uh, we're in a crisis, and uh, uh, the very idea of our government is in peril. I mean, it really is. Uh, the educational systems are not teaching our young people who are future and this nation's future, anything about their constitutional heritage or what the intent of it all was. They are being told, any, if anything, that the reason we have a government is to make sure there's a federal government out there to make everything fair for everybody. I mean, that, that is a, a crude summation of everything, but I think that is the understanding of many people out here. I am constantly amazed at these man-in-the-street interviews that can't even place to the century the time of the Civil War and not even the people who are antagonists in it. It is just amazing to me to say nothing in the Revolutionary War. People think Some people actually answer, the United States was fighting France. <laughs> so, I mean, I don't know what to do. I don't, know, I, don't, I don't know what to do. We have to get back control of this educational system and eliminate all the transgender teaching and the critical race theory and all of the rest of it and get back to the kind of subjects that will make good citizens who believe in the Constitution, the Declaration, and liberty. I don't know how or if that can ever be accomplished. Don't ask me how. All I know is it's got to be done. Let me give you an agenda. Everybody understand agenda? Crystal clear agenda. I'll give you a little tidbit. Keep your ear to the ground, and you'll hear of the Carpenter's Workshop, the foundation, and it is dedicated to equipping the people. 
worldwide. And it will provide honest, good, high-quality, proven education as well as a hands-on environment to actually apply and learn direction and skills in life of, of interest that a person can pursue. And we will graduate the best people with morals and and understanding of the laws of nature and how this system needs to work to benefit us all. And it will be free to those who choose to participate. And you can't take the foundation, the reality out of the equation, and that is the laws of nature and nature's God. Uh, six, so your right, dreams Governor, will uh, be six, answered. Yep, because uh, we're trying to winding down. 614, go ahead. You've been waiting patiently. I know you're, you're uh, you know, a supporter of the show, and you've uh, got a lot of knowledge to share. Yeah, take give a couple minutes, please. Go ahead. I just want to remind people that uh, a lot of what goes on in in life right now, as people perceive it, we've we've lost perspective on some things that are self-evident, and we need to look at the creation, look at the beauty that surrounds us. When we're surrounded with such darkness, when we read it in on the internet, when we're seeing it on the news and social media is an, an utter disaster, and we try to live our lives. And, and get our advice from one-minute TikToks and all of that garbage, it can easily make give us this perception that everything is dark and gloomy, that everything is falling apart, and that everything is uh, uh, just really gloomy, that, that we, we really have no hope. And that's not the reality of our existence. The reality of our existence, if we stop, if we put these things down, if we stop driving by, all of the beautiful things at 65 mile per hour from our sterile house to our sterile work and, and stay on the pavement the entire way, if we took the time, just take some time out, go out and, and see God's creation, go out and look at a flower, watch the bumblebees, you know, do something and remember that there is life out there and that half the time, I would say more than half the time, the kind of realities that are being fed us in the media, that are being fed us on social media, those realities don't actually exist. They're fiction, just like the fiction of corporate government, just like the fiction of, of at-law bar, bar attorneys, just like the, all of these fictions that we live our life by, that's not the actual law. That's not the actual life given us. And really, we need to look to reality, look look at reality, look at it with our own eyes, and we can find the hope that it is that we're looking for. Well, thank you, 614. Thanks always for participating in the podcast here. Governor, real quick, uh, uh, actually, let me take 469. I might have a quick question. Well, i got a few minutes, so you got to do it Dr. quick. Joe, Dr. Joe, let me yeah, share a thought in response. A quote from Benjamin Franklin. It says, this form of government will not work for any other nation in the world because it is based upon biblical principles which mandate that each and every individual must hold himself above reproach. And when we as a nation look to our government to set our moral standards for us, 
we'll find that we are no better off than any other nation in the world. Unquote. Thank you, Dr. Joe. All right, all right. Uh, let me go to four six nine. Uh, you got to be quick because we've got about five minutes left, and I want the governor to uh, again announce where everyone can reach him. And I want to thank everyone that called in at the beginning of the podcast here. Very interesting callers. Uh, one from Washington State there, of course, uh, Eddie there, and a couple others there that called in prior to that. Uh, important people in the country that uh, given us a lot of information here tonight. So, and I, I apologize for the beginning of the podcast. There was no audio for a few minutes, and we had to recap everything. So that's why we lost a little bit of time. So I apologize for that, but go ahead, uh, 469. Hey, there, there, Joe. This is Clay Douglas. All right, Clay Douglas, uh, I do recognize the voice, so I'll give you a chance. Go ahead. All right. Uh, is that guy still out there, Eddie? No, no, Eddie's not here. He, he, Eddie left the uh, platform, uh, actually. Okay. Go ahead. I was going to tell him to get rid of that puck. Uh, Rod, she's nothing. Yeah, all right. I don't want to. I don't want to turn this into a clay. I mean, I respect you calling in, and I respect you sticking up for me on other podcast shows. But you know, I don't want to turn this into a Joe Gibson bashing show, or what you know, or vice versa. This is about restoring the people of our country, and restoring our our, our republic, and, and understanding the times in which we live today. So, with all the respect, uh, that's what that's what the show is about here tonight. I don't want. I mean, other we could do other platforms. Where you can call in, I give you plenty of time to discuss that. But I do appreciate you sticking up for me on other platforms. I did hear that actually that night. You did do that because they were attacking me. And and good people are always attacked, and we know that. And that's and you know uh, they're it's just the way it goes. But that's fine. I, I know what I've done, and I know what I've been, and I know what I do, and I have nothing to be ashamed of. I, and governor, I'm sure you could vouch for that. As many years we know each other now, and talking and conversing, and you know my reputation with the republic and. And what I've done, the sacrifices I've done, and the time I've taken, the, the many hours and uh, the things I've said and the hits I've taken, thank God I'm still here, and I'm not sitting in a federal prison someplace. Thank God the protection of God has uh, protected me, you know. So, But, Governor, real quick, uh, tell everybody again about the Republic, and I'll let you wrap it up. Go ahead. The times in which we live, Dr. Joe. You know what you call your show? Understanding the so, times in which we live, yes. So let me come back with, well, nobody gets out of bed in the morning without a reason, Dr. Joe. Whatever your reason, whether it's the bathroom or the toilet or the freedom to go there, there's the republic. Well said, huh, Joe? <laughs> yeah, compare government with the toilet. Yeah, you got that one there. That was a rough one there. <laughs> That's not with the government. That's why I, my, actually, mine is the Bible. My, I think a friend of mine told me, you know, hands on your, you know, uh, knees on the floor, head in the Bible first thing in the morning, and that night before you go to bed, always, you know. And uh, that's what his that was his advice actually to everybody that was uh, getting released from prison or whatnot, or people that were in trouble. Uh, you know, always, uh, ter- you know, seek the Lord, get right with God first, and then, you know, then start looking at everything else around the world. And if you start losing sight of God, you start getting lost, and that's why a lot of people get in trouble. I think that was the message he was always trying to bring to me all this time. Uh, I was hoping he'd call in tonight. I don't see him anymore, but, uh, you know, uh, uh, you know. so, and I'm in, uh, listen, man, I got a case right now in the North Carolina Supreme so, Court. So, you know, I got a lot going on. I'm I'm out doing this. I'm, I'm fighting for the Republic. Possibly running for North, uh, you know, District 65 here in North Carolina. I got my I got my committee all put together here, and it's in the corporation. So I'm going into their jurisdiction, 
But I'm trying, and you and I have disagreed about this on how we go about this. But my you know, my thing is this: I think if we infiltrate the jurisdiction of the corporation and pull the people from that jurisdiction over to us, and maybe like in the local house start sponsoring bills to uh, restore the original Constitution and restore the Republic, I think that's the way to go because I just don't see any other way of getting this Republic restored. Well, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, but my response to you, and you correct me if you were in disagreement, but my response to you was it was wasted effort. Wasn't that what I told you? Yeah. Yeah, you did. You did. (laughs) So I stand on it. Okay. Well, well, then that makes me work all the much and harder. And there's people on this call line here tonight and my uh, friends out there. They know who I am and my background, where I come from, and I'll never give up. I'll always fight, and I don't care, and it's going to be done my way or no way, you know. But I'm always willing to listen to the people. There's only two ways, the right way and the wrong way. My my way is the wrong way. way. (laughs) (laughs) uh, Tell everybody about the Republic real quick. The reality is yours to inhabit. What are you going to make out of it? That's right. Nobody gets out of bed without a reason. So what are you going to do? You're going to lay there in the stew, or are you going to get out of bed and take care of the problem? This is your reality. I don't know how to lay it out any simpler than that, Joe. God bless the republic. God bless the republic. You got that right. And and look, anybody who wants to find out information about the republic, go to Republic of the United States dot org and uh Governor uh, your Republic website out there in Colorado real quick. Republic for the United States of America. The whole thing. Otherwise you get some Japanese or Chinese stuff porn or whatever. The whole title. Republic for the United States of America dot org. Colorado Free State dot org. Governor, I sprung this on you late, man, but appreciate you joining me. Thank you. God bless Republic, of course, man. Always and continue fighting, Governor. I love you as a brother in the Patriot Movement. And I know I know it's all about God save the Republic. Our fathers appealed to heaven. What did heaven do? Heaven heard. Heaven heard. Our fathers said they would treat all men equal. When they did not, heaven saw. Heaven saw. Our fathers fought each other and paid a great price. Father Abe kept the Union, but not the Republic. We forgot the Republic and placed our trust in man and suffer oppression. We appealed to heaven. What did heaven do? Heaven heard. Heaven heard. God save the Republic. 